Mic check, mic check. Um, so I know a lot of y'all are usual too. Usual. I know y'all are uh, usually seeing me with somebody else and used to seeing uh, my other guy, Dre Day. Um, but today we're going a different route. Um, this is kind of like a, a it'll be a special episode um, because today I have my sister, um, Natasha. Hi, everyone. And um, so we did a thing <laughs> Friday, and uh, this was something that we definitely wanted to talk about. So I know I, my last episode um, was episode nine, so this will be episode nine point five because this is not my usual. Um, and at the end of the day, just don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Just to <laughs> um, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, Friday morning, we went to go see a medium. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know um, everybody's like, what the f-? But yes, we went to go see a medium. Um, it wasn't my idea. Of course, it wasn't my idea. Wow. And <laughs> it was my sister's idea. So I'm going to uh, let her explain how it got to me being involved. Well, first, let me just start by saying um, <clears throat> I concur wholeheartedly when Edward said, please don't tell our mom. Um, this is not a game. I feel like we might not have life after. We won't. Um, not might. Mom does not approve. She is a, how would you she's describe a, her? She's a diehard like um everything god. is questionable if you don't believe in god and there's no room for anything outside of that circle. it's black and white yeah so <clears throat> anyways if you guys want us to survive just don't let our mother know that yeah. we did so this. obviously i already have like a couple strikes because i have tattoos i have braids i have my ears so i'm already <laughs> i'm already right. on the edge i'm not quite so far down until my mom finds out that this was my idea, um, then I'm pretty sure I'm on the bottom of the totem pole. Definitely. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> how did I get to the medium? Um, I was talking to a coworker one day um, and she was talking about how she discovered that her family has someone that they go to at least just once a year um, to help navigate uh, or stay on track of their life plan. Probably could explain that better, but <clears throat> um, she had never gone. This is this is an important audio. Black or white? Black, actually. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that actually was the intrigue for me because it was someone black who was telling me that their family goes to a medium. Um, of course, most people's mind goes to dark places, scary, don't believe in God, uh, the Voodoo, absolute, yes, witchery, exactly, all that, yeah. <clears throat> curses, all of that stuff. And it's funny because as she was talking about this woman and her being a medium, we never mentioned the medium part. And we, I really was just focusing on the fact that she was like a psychic um, and she had been a part of this family for a, a while. Um, so medium really didn't click for me 
until I actually got there. Um, or I was, my, uh, my scheduled appointment was close. Um, but anyways, the reason why I went to her is because I <clears throat> was going through a very difficult time in my life. And I do believe in God. I was definitely going to church. I was still um, believing that I was, you know, my breakthrough was coming. Um, but I also felt like my burden was just so heavy um, that I needed just something extra. Um, another um, beacon of hope or light, so to speak. Um, do you think that, uh, so during this time when you're talking, when you're, when you're talking about, you said you just needed something, do you think it was more, you just needed, um, like some type of confirmation, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause I feel lost. Like you just need it. Like, absolutely. Um, I felt like where I was, I, I, I was in a, I was in a dark place and I just felt like it was going to last forever. And I just needed confirmation that it wasn't. It wasn't that I needed someone to say, hey, you're going to come out of this tomorrow. That's not even what I was looking for. It's just, just something to say there's, there's, there's still hope left <laughs> that this isn't going to be forever. Um, and specifically, this was career-wise. Um, I didn't have a job at the time that I went to go see her. Um, so that was a whole nother layer. transition and everything. Cause you had, that was a big decision. Yeah. So <sighs> I transitioned from one job to another job and, and it just, it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to. Right. Um, then I was overwhelmed with just the, the two toddlers. I have a, Bishop and Sage. <laughs> uh, two and almost four-year-old. Um, and then my relationship, I just felt like I was in it alone. Like, um, like my boyfriend didn't understand what I was going through. Um, <clears throat> and I do think postpartum played a big part in, in it. Um, but yeah, so all of these reasons led me to just say, huh, let me just try this out and see what this person has to say about it and i i listening you um explain this part because some of these things of course i mean well some of these things um i didn't know mm -hmm. of course i knew that you didn't have a job and that you were transitioning from um one side of the industry to basically the other side and we knew together that because i'm i'm in the industry that you was transferring over to that was going to be just a little bit difficult um, but I didn't know that it was to the point where, um, you had that, that you were feeling like, um, you needed to hear, or you just, like, you were just grasping for something. <clears throat> so actually, um, I think we're talking about two different places. So mm -hmm. this was before I knew that I was even transferring over to that side of property management. Okay. So I didn't have a job. Okay, like okay, okay. I yeah. was, I had quit my job that I had worked for seven years. Um, and I was, um, I started a new job in Baltimore. I worked that job for a, a few months and then 
ultimately I got fired. I think you forgot about that. Is that the one? <laughs> is, but that's the one that like they created. Yes, they created. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a long story there. Yeah. But I got fired. This is the part of where I was lost. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know that mm -hmm. I was going to start applying for property manager. I hadn't even done that yet. Um, that was in April when I lost my job and I did not see her until April, May, June, July, probably um, around July, August. So it was late and I, yeah, it was just heavy. So just to clarify for everybody who's listening or watching, it's just that, um, so right now we're currently in property management um, on the rental side. Um, she was on the other side to where she provided uh staffing services staffing, i was a yeah, i was staffing. a vendor i was on the vendor side yeah and currently i am on the uh residential in the office side so um again it's a trend is it's, it's the same field but it's different and completely, um <laughs> completely different but before we even go that yeah. literally that's what led me there so at yeah. the time i didn't have a job i had no idea what i was gonna do I um, had two young kids that were depending on me and I just, I just needed um, some guidance, I guess. Um, so she gives you the information. Yep. And then uh, like prior to, so the time that you got the information to actually making an appointment and going, what was that time frame? <clears throat> got the information as in who to contact and who to call. No, so um, <coughs> you, the coworker you were speaking to about, because mm -hmm. her name is Renee, who's the, the medium. Um, the time that you, you spoke to your coworker, got the information from her. Mm -hmm. What was the time frame from you getting information to actually make an appointment? Two weeks. Then make an appointment and actually seeing her. That's all in two weeks? Um, uh, two to three weeks. Okay. So I called, scheduled the appointment for about two weeks out. So prior to you calling, mm -hmm. what was your conversations like with yourself? Like, so that's a very good question. <laughs> um, so, okay. So my mom definitely has me scared about opening doors that shouldn't be open. And, um, once you open yourself up to other things of the world, um, it's really hard to close that door. So I was talking, I was thinking about like ghosts and demons and all kinds of stuff possibly being um, sent my way after I met with this medium. And of course it would be all my fault. And now I'm laying in the grave because <laughs> I decided that I just needed a little extra something. Um, so what I did was I set the appointment and then I prayed. I prayed actually before I set the appointment, I set the appointment and then I prayed like continuously just saying, God, if this is not something that I need to do, do whatever needs to be done so that it doesn't happen. Um, and then I prayed for her. Um, and I prayed protection Who's over her? myself, Renee, the okay. medium. I prayed for her that the things that she would be speaking over me, be from God um, and things like that. So, so what was so your overall idea of dealing with a medium <clears throat> prior to speaking with Renee? Um, obviously, was the whole voodoo and everything. 
what was that your same ex like what was your expectations of like before you met her like what was it like what was your expectations so what i was hoping again remember i wasn't really connecting the fact that she was a medium and not just a psychic those are two different things so mediums connect with people who have passed and crossed over mm-hmm. and initially that's that wasn't my thought it was i'm gonna go talk to this lady she's a psychic um she's gonna just give me you know just say hey this is what i see you doing this is you know the direction that you should head on head in this is what's going to set you on your career path my number one thing was career and it was literally just she's a psychic Mm -hmm. she's she's going to tell me what direction i need to head that's it the word psychic your coworker said psychic um i think she said both but mm-hmm. I just really only focused okay. on the psychic part. And then a few days before that, before my appointment, sorry, is when I was like, oh, but wait, she's a medium. And I actually got pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the way that you think, actually. Uh-huh. So I, was, I got pretty sad because I thought to myself, there's nobody that crossed over that's going to show up for me. Surprising, right? So I don't have that many people in our side yeah. that crossed over that I think would be like, yeah, I'm going to go send a message to Tasha. I really didn't think I was like, yeah, there's nobody that's going to show up to, for me. I had that same thought when it, when you brought it to me, uh, but just slightly different. Okay. I was thinking there was nobody that I wanted to communicate with that passed over from my side that I needed some type of confirmation from. That was my- Interesting. Because people who passed away, um, or people who usually go speak to me, there's somebody who usually has somebody that's close to them, like a father, their mother, or whatever the case is. Right. On our side, um, um, it's, it's always been a distant uncle, um, somebody we never met, or we don't remember since we was little. Um, or even I thought dad's mom, like everybody has this deep connection with her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't. And I feel like I feel the same way that I don't. Yeah. So I even her and I knew that she loved us. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the same level of memory and connection that everyone else did. And so I really thought once I realized like this is not just a psychic, mm-hmm. it's a medium. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I'm about to waste this lady's time because nobody's showing up for me. Like, we just going to be sitting there. She's like, well, can't yeah. really give you a message because nobody showed up. Like, that is what I was thinking. Um, That's interesting because, like I said, like, you, you had that point of view and I had a, a similar point of view, but it's just slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. So you go, you, you, make, the, you make the appointment, you go, and then um, you arrive what's the now what what what's your mind frame now now that you're actually there still praying um (laughs) (laughs) i'll let you describe what it looked like when we got there um just from your point of view but i'm just gonna say i literally prayed up into i got into the driveway but when you got to the driveway was it what you expected just the aesthetics i don't have i don't think i had as much expectation of what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I will say for whatever reason, I was shocked that she was white. So 
<laughs> me and my coworker never discussed her race, but I did assume very stupidly <laughs> that if a black family was seeing a medium or a psychic that they were, they were seeing throughout the years right. that she must be black. I have no idea why I thought that. And so when she opened the door, mm -hmm. I was immediately shocked. And I was like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> was it was it a guess? Like, <sighs> um, I don't think I showed it, mm -hmm. but I did eventually share that with her. Okay, I told her I thought she was black, and there was no reason for me to think that. No idea. Okay, so, so you're at the house. You pray. You um, you get go, out of the car. Ring the doorbell. She answers. She answers, and then um, you meet, and then. The process of of coming in all of the stuff what was that like you don't want to say that for you no i'm asking from your point of view um <clears throat> i mean when i walked in i just remember thinking wow her her house is really nice was it the same place <clears throat> yeah okay same it was big it was beautiful she had two big dogs one was on his way to his deathbed and she was trying to control them but not once was i scared and i was instantly um issued in with just kindness and i was comfortable from the moment i stepped in the door okay um and then there's a long staircase that you go up and you're in this room and the first thing that I remember seeing was white Jesus. <laughs> and I was just thinking how mom, mom would be yeah. so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell her that, which I never would. There's no point. But I just remember literally that's the first thing that I saw on this table that's off to the side was little white Jesus. And I was thinking, you know, I feel welcome. Maybe this, you know, I, there's no expectation on what I was going to hear, mm -hmm. but I was just like, hmm, made me question just a little bit. You not, you, you don't. Yeah. Cause that, that's not what my Jesus looked like. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, like, yeah. I was just like, what if, what if Jesus is mixed? <laughs> Forget <laughs> that. We know Jesus is black. They just, described him to the T. Um, but I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah. But okay, so um, you get into the the space that, uh, which is basically just a, a open. It's a room. Vacant, not a vacant room, but like a guest room, um, minus the the bed and stuff. Um, but so you you go into the area. Now, what are you? What do you do? Processing um, how it looks. It's, Everything, the mood, the, the vibe, like what are you doing now? Honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't really too focused on that. Because like I said, as soon as I walked in the door, I felt comfortable. I walked into the room. I was sitting there like, okay, like, you know, just okay. ready to get started. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that I was allowed to record. Um, and so I pulled out my phone to record the session. And I was excited about that. So, and I just let her. <clears throat> Take it away. And this is um uh, just audio? Yes. Okay. Audio only. Um okay, so now you had your your um session with uh Renee. Um you leave. Um now you're going to your car and you drive her home. Now what's your assessment or your feeling? 
man, <clears throat> what what I was not expecting were all the tears I left on her floor. <laughs> um, I am not a crier. No. Um, any when I feel emotional, overwhelmed, sad, those kind of things, I don't like to go out in public. So I'm one of those people that holds it all in until I'm by myself. And even when I'm by myself, I find it very challenging and hard to actually cry. That's mm -hmm. just not what I do. However, within the first 15 minutes, I was crying. Um, there's, there's a tissue over there if you need it. That's what she said. Um, that was what I was not expecting. Um, but so, so what did I leave there feeling? Mm -hmm. Great. I left there feeling like there is going to be an end to um, this terrible place that I'm in right now. I still don't know how long it's going to be, right. but I wholeheartedly know that the end of my life isn't in that moment. And I was so overwhelmed and so burdened when I went in there that this was a, I felt like a completely different person walking out. Right. And it, so she gave me exactly what I needed, but not off of false pretense, if that makes any sense. It's not like I went in there for a feel good peel. Right. Uh, um, but I kind of felt like I came out with one with, with, with real things that actually went into fruition that I saw, you know. Was there, so during, during y'all conversation, was mm -hmm. there anything that kind of just stood out? It was just like, like, what was it that she said? It don't have to be specifics, but what was it that she said? It was just like, like, okay. Like maybe this is real. This is real yeah. Um, a lot of the things that Renee does uh, I don't know if this is in order of how things come to her or whatever the case may be, but she instantly gives you um, confirmation of things that have already happened in your life mm -hmm. that helps you um, feel like this is real. Um, for example, um, she talked about... Um, just, I mean, just little weird things. So right. like I, I went to the mall with Henry like a couple of days before that. I cannot remember the specific funny incident that happened, but she brought it your up. Your best friend, your- um, Oh, sorry. Yeah, my best friend, um, my godfather. godfather. To like son. he's yeah. very important to me. Um, and she literally just brought up something random and crazy that happened. And I just started laughing. Cause it's like, nobody else knows that because it literally was just me and him there. Right. Um, she talked about butterflies, um, which if, I mean, you guys don't know me, but my Instagram handle is butterfly. I've been obsessed with butterflies for the longest and it's not, um, it's the butterfly story to be very, very specific. And it's just because, you know, the butterfly, they struggle with their cocoon. And when they finally come out, you know, they can fly. If you try to help them before they're ready, then they can die. Like, I just feel like that has the butterfly story is mine. If that makes any sense. So she I, made, I thought maybe you just did a name and then you just Google you're an idiot. Something um, with a bunch of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no. So butterfly is very significant 
to me. Um, and she brought up that. And I mean, there was just, there was so much. I mean, it's just the but stuff there was, but, but eventually it was just something, it was just like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is real. Honestly, for me, it wasn't just one thing. It was the whole thing. Right. Like she had me from the jump. Okay. Now, now, okay. Now this is, this is your session is done. You're driving home. Um, I don't know if you're praying or repenting. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> and then, um, who, who is it that you, you, you share your experience with first? Man, that is a great question because I feel like I was like, ping, ping, guess where I was? This is where I just went. I know that I told my twin. Uh, um, a cousin Tia. Yeah. Um, Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, Aisha. Okay. I don't know when I told you just because family is a little bit different because everybody knows mom. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and throw you out there. I remember him, you and I getting into an argument and you literally using that very thing against me <laughs> saying that, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell mom. And I remember being highly pissed and what it was, was at a time for some reason, I don't remember. We weren't talking. And I said, if you don't talk to me, then I'm telling mom that you went to go see a medium. Yeah. And my, def- I don't even know what I said. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't I, think I, think I said anything. Left it. Yeah, you yes. just left it. Because that's what I did. Typical Tasha. Just left it unread. Yep. Or you just looked at it and just like, hmm. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I'm sure I told Malcolm. Because you knew I wasn't. That too. But also, I don't like to dignify ignorance with response. But it wasn't sometimes. ignorance. But any, anyway, anywho. Um, it was just awesome. But yeah, I told everybody that was close to me because naturally, if I have something, if I find something good, I mm-hmm. want to share it with the people closest to me. And okay. Now, fast forward, boom. I get hit with this um, arrow from um, Cupid of uh, Renee and you. And um, so let me tell you my thought process on why I wanted you to go. Okay. Um,. I don't know how much personal stuff you share on this. I, I'm, you know, you know, I, I really don't care. Platform, but I know that ever since you came back to Maryland, that you, in addition to this, you were still looking for a more stable job or job. I know that you've been interviewing, basically, mm-hmm. and um, well, at the well at the time when we had this comment when this first came up, I was working. <laughs> so <laughs> let's be clear. It's just it's just that um the same kind You're of transition. Exactly. So if you think about it, and yeah. for people who are who know me, career is really high up there with family. Like they're right here. For me, I have to be successful and my family has to be well. Or at least be given the same opportunity that you've been given and you want to share that or whatever the case is. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you like if you're on the top of the food chain, you wanna make sure that you're able to spread the seed for everybody else to feed off of that, basically. Yeah, but specifically when it comes to you though, I just wanted you to have some type of guidance. That's all. Like 
to help you navigate. <laughs> I know, right? Um, what your next thing could be. I just think that it's very, um, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. When you are interviewing for positions, I feel like whenever you don't get one, even if it has nothing to do with you specifically, mm-hmm. that can start to weigh on your confidence. Um, and I may be projecting, which is completely fine, but this is what led me to why I wanted you to, um, see her. Right. Um, so it was because you were interviewing Mm -hmm. and, um, just trying to get out of the situation that I was in and relationship. Yeah. And relationship guidance. Like those two things. I was just like, you know what? I know exactly where to take him. And I knew that you weren't going to do it if I just said, hey, let me give you this number, call Renee, set up an appointment. So I took it on myself to do it. And and I also knew that you weren't going to pay for it. So if I wanted you to do this thing, I was going to have to set up the appointment, possibly drive you, maybe not tell you where we were going, and then just show up. But at least I told you where we were going and I had paid for it. Yeah, because I wasn't so. But why? The same reasons why uh, we brought it before with the whole thing with Delaware mom and how we was raised. Um, so you thought if you went to go see a medium that a demon portal would open and just wreak havoc on your life? Um, I mean, now I don't want to say like that specific. <laughs> Um, maybe like not like wreck havoc, but maybe like knock over a drink that I was drinking or something, and it was just he was just upset. You know how, but not like wreck havoc. Um, but did you ever think mom was not gonna talk to us? No, I knew. I I mean, mom is mom believes what she believes, but I think um, as super um into it as she is i don't think she ever really um it would have been it, 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 yeah i don't think it would ever would have been like this is the make or break moment she's not uh I, I wouldn't put her in the category of religious freaks but she's on the edge <laughs> <laughs> she's on like don't there's say religious just god a religious freak or whatever but there's religion a, is man-made just so you know Mom, I made you proud with that one. There's a, um, if I live on the Maryland side and on the other side is the DC side, that street is where she's on. She's tiptoeing on that line. But, um, you know, mom has her, she's very opinionated. Um, and we just know she wouldn't approve. Not, not in a judgy way because she doesn't, I mean, she does and she don't. It's weird. That's a whole nother podcast. But I'm just saying that in, in my head, that's what, and I'm, a, I'm like I said, I already kind of checked off the nigga do not do list. <laughs> I already checked off a lot of those. So I was already like, I just, I just don't want to be on the list of the board. Like, so your biggest fear or hesitation is you didn't want no spirits interrupting your yeah, because I already experienced Resident like one issue, and then so I like I know it's real. I believe me too that stuff. So um, I do believe that um, if you do something reckless without having the idea of what you're doing, that sometimes 
it, it could somehow just make things worse than what you thought it would be. So I try to stay away from things that, um, and generally is curious for other people, but I, if I can't control it, I don't want to do it. (laughs) We're not messing with no Ouija boards. We're not testing out. No, I don't even do haunted houses. Uh, I know you like to, I don't do that. I rarely watch scary movies, but. And that's the other thing. Like I'll watch scary movies, horror movies. That's my favorite genre. I do all that shit all day. I'll go through a haunted house. I'll go through the woods. Um, like all that stuff I do, but I am not playing with anything about spirits. I'm not calling anybody from the dead. <laughs> I like I'm not I'm doing not going any in of the that. bathroom, closing the door, yeah. turning off the lights. No. Yeah, no. So when 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 you brought it to me and you was like, Look, like I think you should go or whatever, I had many of conversations with uh myself of like like why? <laughs> <laughs> meaning why would you do it or why did i want why would to i do it and okay. why like i and why i don't um what would what would i get out of it got it okay fair um my idea of it was people who go to these things and speaking to somebody on the other side because they miss or they have unanswered questions about um their the situation of I guess what happened to them or what something along that line. Right. I like, never had that. Wasn't experienced. None of that. You're like, yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 I never had that. So I was just like, what, like, what am I going to get out of this? Um, and then two, it was just like, um, like I'm, I tend to be a very confident person to a certain extent. Um, so I wasn't having any issues as far as like every time I did an interview, I was getting turned down. Like I wasn't having like, oh, nobody's gonna ever hire me or whatever the case is. I was just like, okay, just then then just maybe I one, either um I didn't interview that well, or two, um, I just wasn't a fit for them. And then three, growing up how we grow up is like, okay, then maybe God has just had something else that's for you. That's exactly my thoughts on that. So I just couldn't fathom my ideas. Like, what in the world would I do sitting in a room with tarot cards, um, uh, a skull with blood in it? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to sit blood. Um, <laughs> no blood sacrifice. I don't want to play on the weed. Like all that stuff. It was just like I don't want to do it. So why would you do it? Right. So why did you do it? because uh, I kind of had no choice. Really? Yeah. You texted me out of the blue, which is like, hey, um, Friday is the appointment, be there at 10, and then blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. I mean, you had a choice, but basically you went off of the strength of me because I had already set the appointment. Yeah. And you was like, whatever, fine, I'll just go. Yeah. Did you have any expectations? None at all. So let me turn the questions around on you. So originally we were supposed to ride together um i had to go to work after it was Mm -hmm. a lot so i was just like can you meet me down there initially i only wanted to go together so i could confirm that your ass was actually coming (laughs) so what i didn't want to do is for you to say yeah i'm gonna come and then not show up you have done that i don't remember what i have Mm -hmm. um so i felt like i was taking a big risk by not coming to get you and i was nervous um so anyways i called you 
on the ride there <laughs> a couple of times. I text you, no response. So, I mean, I was happy when you pulled up finally behind me. So, for the record, um, my phone has no service unless I'm um, attached to Wi-Fi, um, which I've told her plenty of times. <laughs> so, I forgot. So, it was just playing on my fears that so, you weren't going to So, if I'm driving, up. you're trying to text me or FaceTime me. I'm not going to get it <laughs> until I get the Wi-Fi. So, when I pull up and she's like, oh. I FaceTimed you. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know these things. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so wait. So further playing into my fear of him just not showing up. I see the car pull up behind me. I look behind me. I'm like, yes, he showed up. Then I see the car backing out. And I'm about to jump out. And I jump out of the car because I'm like, what? Like, what scared you? You're already here. You might as well just stay. But what happened? So the whole drive up here, first of all, we're going to there. Um, we're going to Pasadena, Maryland. No clue of what that looks like or where it's at. <laughs> when or... I sent him the address, he said everything about this address seems far. The the address is something, something, something cornfield. So I know that it that was, was scary. Cornfield Road and in Pasadena. Maryland, <laughs> cornfield, anything with cornfields is as far as as hell. <laughs> and then Pasadena is first thing I think is California, so this has to be fair. <laughs> so cornfield on top of Pasadena, Maryland, I knew it was far, and it was kind of was, but it wasn't because it was in the morning and wasn't really that much traffic. But it was still far. It wasn't that bad. So, um, anyways, <laughs> so I pulled up to the to the address. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I can't find the um, the house number. And there's a guy outside, white guy outside, doing some trash shit. And then he stops, kind of looks at me. And I'm like, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't see my car, so you just assume. Yeah. Oh, so she normally she has an suv and her boyfriend has a, um, a car so i'm pulling up expecting to see the suv and i drove my boyfriend's car that and day she drove his car so i looked in the driveway and, and it's two cars that i wasn't expecting to see i'm like okay still not looking not seeing the address number i'm like okay this is so i'm backing out just to see if i passed it and then i jump out of the car start running down the driveway. And then I uh, get all these accusations of like, why are you leaving? Like, okay. Accusations, like, why are you leaving? And I, was, I was like, no, I was just trying to find it. <laughs> so I pull in. Uh, my first, first thought of how everything looked. Um, now, the only expectation that I had was how the, what it was going to look like. I thought it was going to be like a rundown house. Um, I thought it was gonna be like in a boondock somewhere, um, like swamps, like like all like all that stereotypical movie shit. Big red hands with, with an eye <laughs> in the middle, or um, a monkey on the porch who whistles or something. What that somebody put in a driveway and like like I thought all of that. This was a nice ass house. Um, right on the water. The 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 grass was nicely cut. Um, it met HOA standards. 
Um, it was a nice uh, foreign vehicle in the driveway. <laughs> so then I immediately think, oh, this is a scam. This is where she gets all of her money from. Um, then I found out that her husband is a real estate um, agent or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, well. Which you don't find that out till later. So um, she opens the door and there's two huge dogs that I did not warn you about that are barking and she's like struggling to hold on to them. And I'm wondering, does she think that we're the stereotypical black people that are scared of dogs? No, I just think that she, she, I just, one of the dogs was just hella, like he was a puppy. It was a baby, yeah, but it was so. huge. It was a lab, brown chocolate lab. But, so um, all of that ooh. is going on. She's trying to control the dog. One of the dogs get loose. It comes and jumps on me in my pretty work clothes. And she's being very apologetic, trying to control the situation, which I was completely fine. I don't care anything about dogs, but. So um, again, this is very nice house, um, multiple living room, dining rooms. Um, this is, as soon as you walk in, the stairway goes upstairs and then um, you like, it's like overlooking, like it's like a balcony basically. Um, so we go in a room, um, there's candles lit, there's a the TV's on that um, is playing like this smooth, I don't know, like melody, background coffee shop music type thing. Um, and then there's a, there's a table to the corner where it's, it's a bunch of, um, Jesus statues with like praying hands and all the other stuff. And then, um, there's a, um, in the middle is, uh, um, some shit you get from like TJ Maxx, but it has like a, um, God, oh, Philippines something, I forgot the number, um, it's a scripture. Yeah, a scripture. Okay, Mom, please don't be mad. Um, <laughs> but there's a scripture on that. And then her chair, and then because of COVID and social distancing, we're um, apart. Me, there's four chairs that we come in, um, like Huey, P Huey Newton style. Um, they're like straw chairs. Um, there's four on our side. We sit in the middle. And then... Um, yeah, she come, she comes in, and then before she walks in, I'm just trying to figure out like if I'm gonna record video and do audio. And she's like, "You do video, it's gonna be weird." So I'm like, "All right, so we just record audio," um, and then it starts off from there. And then it got very real from the very beginning. <laughs> exactly. So you asked me, was there anything specific that she said that made you think, "Oh." this may be real. Right. I did. And then the first thing that she basically said to me was just like, I just see a lot of uh, music equipment and microphones in your face. <laughs> Pause. So I was like, uh, <laughs> she literally just went in on everything about him, which I loved. I mean, cause I was just sitting back. Some part of me was just giggling, but yeah. Like she had you pinged from the beginning. She's like, mm -hmm. I don't know what this, I see microphones. There's a bunch of musical, there's equipment. She was like, sorry, I don't want to take it away. No, but I mean, she literally had 
all of your different, um, all of the different aspects to you, of you, mm-hmm. in like the first thirty seconds. She got the podcast. She got the music, yeah. um, and. She, there was something else that she said that I, that she just got you from the get go. Just traveling back and forth. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So when she said, so she, when she said those things, so I don't want to say I'm like in shock or I'm in awe. Um, I just don't know what the proper medium etiquette is in for like response. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything. Um, I was just nodding my head and I was like, mm-hmm. and then um, she was like, Renee was like. No, Tasha was like, can you just confirm um, <laughs> that Renee, what she's saying makes sense to you? And then Renee was like, yes, like, we need to have confirmation because they like to move on. And I'm like, I'm like who the fuck is they? <laughs> uh, it's just the three of us in here. But um, she's like, so they can move on. I was like, okay, cool. That's like, yeah, like, all that makes sense. I think from from that point on, I, I mean, I, didn't, I never had my guard up. Like I said, I never had any expectations, but... Um, I'm a genuinely, I'm genuinely the type of person that I, I can deal with anything. So you're open. Yeah. I'm what open. I described to Renee when before I came in was that I was an open skeptic, and I would say that was the same for you. You were an open skeptic, and I and I think that she's she's fine with that. Um, a lot of people do. I, see, I don't want to say I'm a skeptic though. A skeptic kind of be, kind of like makes it seems like you like you just didn't believe in it. But I believe those some of those like I believe those aspects are ruling our life. Let's Google. I just didn't know like what I would get out of it. Like I, my my belief or my doubt was never in, in her ability. ability. Okay, not easily convinced. So your doubt was never that she wasn't going to be believable. It was no. just what was the point of your being of you right. being there? Like, what was okay. I like? What was my like? Well, what I was going to get out of it? Well, yeah. I was an open skeptic. Because I didn't know if it was going to be a farce or... Because you told me. Now, if this is... If if I'm going in and never whatever, then okay, maybe then I would have those thoughts. But because the source that I got it from, it makes it a little... It makes it a little bit more believable. A little? No, I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Right. So, all right. So, she had you a jump. Yeah. So, she... she, Like like she said, she mentioned the podcast, the music, whatever. And then I was like, yes. No. Um, she said, I see a bunch of equipment, um, microphones. And so I said, yes, I do music. And then she's like, oh, but I see just like talking to a lot of people. Um, so I was like, yeah, I just recently um, started doing a podcast. And she's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because obviously you're reaching out to a lot of people. And then and she said, they're showing me that there's multiple people in the room. Do you do podcasts with other people? Right. And then um, I was like, I, I do talk to people and have do these interviews or whatever. And then um, she was like, basically, she was just telling me on that aspect is just that, like, I know initially it's, it's going to start off and it's going to be slow or whatever. But I see that something's happening. She kept saying California. And I was like, well, I got a cousin who's California who I've talked to, who I've interviewed. She was one Kira was one of the first um, interviewees on my podcast. Um, talked about multiple times about just going out to visit and all the other stuff, which Tasha said that she wasn't aware of and she wasn't because we haven't talked about it. Um, 
Now, this is what I didn't think about afterwards. Well, until afterwards. Um, when she kept saying California, I'm thinking, okay, Carrie's in California. But you're missing a piece though. But Apple is in California. It's based in California. Mm. So when I said I had just um just the process of, of getting on iTunes. Right. That All of that me. plays into it. Right. Now the other thing that she said was she, she was very adamant that this is something that you should continually you should continue to pursue. Yeah. Because she said that when she received these type of messages, sometimes it makes her want to just relax in the chair because mm-hmm. it's that would be more of like a hobby, right? Like a, a little, a little thing that you know keeps that individual going. But for you, she said, "I was so excited. Like they're making me excited when they're sharing this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to sit up in my seat." And she was very adamant that. You should not let anybody distract you or anything distract you yeah. from what you're doing. And she was um, comparing it to. She, she, she said, um, running in place kind of energy or something. It wasn't running in place, but it was energy a circle basically. A circle. And she's just like, if you, if you let it be stagnant, then it stops the whole thing. Yeah. So don't let anything dist- distract you, interrupt you. Keep going with this because this is going to turn into something else. And it's not something that's going to happen immediately. Mm-hmm. So she said, even in the first year, she was just like, this is what you, this is the path that you need to be doing and you need to stay on it. Um, and then she looked at me and said, me too. Now I was like, <laughs> that's funny because he has asked me to do a podcast um, separate from his um and i just don't know really what it comes down to is if people actually want to hear what i have to say so (laughs) that's what it comes down to you think that i'm funny i know i'm funny hold on let's just not get it twisted but it's not the when you're given a platform i just don't know how that shit goes but you do that all the time on facebook which is okay but facebook is different and it's not anywho so i I was hesitant to hope to join the whole podcast thing. And she basically was saying, you need to let him influence you and you need to do it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And And she made it seem like I would be more, you would be behind the scenes of, of doing that. She definitely said that we'll be doing it together, Mm -hmm. but we would be doing it completely separate so it makes sense because you want me to do my own podcast it's not something that we would be sitting on the couch doing together um you specifically said i want you to do your own thing Mm -hmm. um and that has to do with my bishop and sage um and she just said that she loves the energy that she feels that between us Mm -hmm. um and that she sees this going somewhere and that we should we both need to but you specifically because this is your thing like yeah so I just want to put that out there. So, so yeah. So at that point, I was, um, I was uh, intrigued um, because not too many people I have had this conversation with or um, about doing the podcast. Of course, everybody knows about me doing music. Um, everybody knows my passion, or whatever the case for music, or just being creative on that side. Um, so this was fairly new. Never really had a conversation with anybody about it being 
about doing this except for um, Tasha and a few other people in my family. I also want to throw it out there that she said, and I guess this is something that we can look back on after we've, you know, recorded this session mm-hmm. and months down the line or even years, whatever the case may be. She said, there's somebody that's going to, that's, that's going to listen to you that wants to help you. Um, and she said, basically like, you're right here. This person is right here. And somehow one day there, he's going to, he or she, she didn't say is going to connect to you and help you get this right. springboard this into something else. You possibly could be doing radio, something, but you need to stick with this. So, so if you're listening and um, <laughs> like you need somebody to um, fulfill this need that you have, like I'm here for you. I, what I also want to point out, what I did like is that she said the reason why this person or why this is so important is because you do bring something different that other people aren't bringing and that you're not doing this one to be rich um, and famous and two you're not doing this because you want to beat your own personal opinions and um, your own personal experience into other people but that you have the capacity to bring people together to listen to very varied opinions mm-hmm. and people will want to listen to that and take whatever it is that they need or want to so that's what you have to bring to the table um and she said that you have a really good heart um now that's the one of the other things that kind of stuck with me because sometimes you 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 go through things and you just wonder if people really just understand just what your heart is right and if they can ignore all of the the outside and what the aesthetics of me say because on the aesthetics i think people look at me and be like oh um center of attention drinking having fun um but i don't think they understand the actual like my foundation of what my heart is. So when she said that, then I was like, that touched me a little bit more with that because I was like, you I struggle me. with people just generally understanding the idea of me, yeah. That's it, that's it. I mean, you said a lot, but it's really like when she said, you have a good heart and I genuinely feel that, you basically were like, wow, you see me. Um, and that is the same exact feeling that I had when I was in that room with her Mm -hmm. Um, because she talks about me taking on other people's burdens and blah, 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 and how I keep them to myself and blah, blah, blah. But basically I left that room feeling seen that someone outside of my circle sees me for what it is. Right. Um, Again, so you say outside outside your circle, that um, hit another thing with me because I'm always the type to be like, if somebody was to try to spread um, some type of rumor about me, the people who know me the closest would look at that and be like, that ain't, that ain't him. Um, but I want it to be a point where if somebody says something about me that everybody can say, that ain't him. So I can, I can understand that um, point. And I'm a little bit different because- A lot of times I don't care about people's opinion. But it's but you you know personally that some some of the things some of the decisions that I've made have brought multiple people's opinions into my situation. 
Um, so a lot of times I could only say, I don't care, I don't care so for so times. long. Yeah. Right. I get that. All right. Go ahead. No. Um, so anything else? Was it what, what other things did she say that kind of brought confirmation that it's you specifically that um, she sees and knows? So this, this, this is going to be a, this is going to be the first time that I've talked about it um, outside of between me and you. Um, and she brought up the baby. Um, so me and my um, current wife, who we've been often knowing, well, I have an ex-wife, so oh, that's why it. I say okay. <laughs> So me and my, me and my wife, um, is um she's pregnant and we're having a baby and so when she said that there's probably like three people that know this so <laughs> i mean i didn't really count but four okay four yeah. yeah so that was pretty big and i certain things about it i just don't talk about i don't i don't post on i don't post on social media about a lot of my personal life unless it's something uh super emotionally and I just don't know how to control. And then I lash out on social media. Okay. That way. But certain things I other certain things were just like I just I just don't talk about. So that was something I haven't talked about with anybody besides the those, those four people. Um so that was just like oh, okay that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then at the same time I have my I have a, somebody else in who was in our family who just found out that they was having a baby too. Um Let's also throw in my, something that she said, let's see, comes into fruition, that I'm supposed to be having another baby. Which I don't know if that's going to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she said that I feel like it's something that you're not going to plan, that you will be surprised, um, but that she does see another baby for me in my future. Um, To be very clear, I have two kids one of them was planned bishop was planned after that boy i was like never the hell again multiple times (laughs) sage was definitely my beautiful oops baby but i don't have plans um to have any more Let's just leave it like that. So, and if in a few years or another month, whatever few months, um, we'll see if that ever comes into fruition. I would rather them take out all of my baby making parts before that happens. So, one, so I either snitched on myself (laughs) or, (laughs) or like, she, that's, that's exactly what she was talking about. So, (laughs) well, well, at this point, it's like, okay. We'll see. It's yeah. one of you. Um, and um, was there anything else that... How about when she just said, who's Anthony? So she said, all right. Again, anybody who knows me, um, I have a pretty small circle. And um, and that circle is my best friend, Anthony. Um, which I hate saying it because it sounds... Um, real like i don't understand why you would hate saying that but go ahead You're like he like he he's your brother like it doesn't even make sense he's gonna make fun of me of saying it like 
that way. Nobody cares. It is what it is. Nah, but y'all been best friends since freaking. But yeah, but I'm too. I'm like middle I'm school, thirty six to be saying. Boy, yeah, nobody cares. Anyway, so he's for twenty plus years we've been like, like, like here, and uh, so she's like, I get this bug. She's like, who's like who's Anthony? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> If you just would have seen his face when she just airdropped, like that's the kind of stuff that she does. She's just like, oh, and by the way, they're now saying to bring this person up. Again, or this thing I'm like, up. who the hell is they? Um, she told us who are they. I know, I'm was, just saying, in right? My head, so, in our day, it was two grandfathers or a grandfather that we don't, you and I don't necessarily know. We don't know any of our grandfathers that have passed over but she also which she has made a point well before this session that we had together that there's no there's no concept of time on the other side so it doesn't matter whether we knew them in this lifetime or not they know who we are um the other person was our grandmother which is my dad's mom which she came through in all of my sessions with renee so i was very happy that she came through um during this one as well and um, she was the, I want, she's the first funeral, funeral I went to um, and spoke at. This is right before I joined the military. And um, I had wrote something um, every, and didn't, that was the first time I did anything. So maybe it makes sense now, because now that I'm actually thinking about it. Uh, Why yeah. she would come through during the session. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, she says, Who's Anthony? She looks right at you and you tell him. <laughs> and then we both was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's funny. Of course, you, we couldn't leave the session without you bringing up Anthony. Um, um, so, yeah. So, like, like I said, like Anthony's my best friend. And then she goes, oh, it's, it's like something with, um, like something with school or whatever. And I was like, yeah, like, not too long ago, he just got his master's or whatever. Um, she's like, oh, tell him I say congratulations. So, I find out later that day when I posted on Twitter that um, I went to go see a medium and then Anthony responds. Um, Anthony responds, I forget what he said. And then I said, your name came up. And she was like, oh, she researched you on Facebook. Before. That's what he said to you? Yeah. <laughs> she researched you on Facebook before you came in. And I was like, no, nah, that's, that's, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, and then I said, she said something about school. And then he was like, yeah, I've recently just applied to be the um, uh, football coach at one of the local middle schools. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I literally typed or, or put in, oh, shit. And then um, I told him. Um, that she had brought that. Yeah, up. I thought she was talking about you getting your master's and, 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 and it's, it's you um applying to be a coach so that tends to happen um and which is why she makes notes before we even come into her space just so you know so what happens was is for her process and maybe we should have a con a podcast and bring her on mm -hmm. um once he makes an appointment with her she prays to god um and she asked him ask god to bring in specifics about you and whatever it is that you need and things like that um, so she's taking notes before you even come to her. And when you sit down, she'll tell you, I've got these notes. I'm going to let you take pictures of all of them because you're not going to be able to get everything that she says in the moment. There are some things that are going to happen later. And then you'll be like, oh, that's what she was talking about. 
or there's also going to be things that you couldn't think of in the moment for whatever reason. And then once you leave, you'll start connecting things that you couldn't connect during the session. So that's why she allows you to um, record and she allows you to take pictures of her notes so that you can connect the dots later. Yeah. And um, a lot of, uh, um, not a lot, but a couple of things at the moment, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I have no idea what this connection is. And I, I don't, I don't speak out a lot. So when she's talking about things and I have no connection with it, I was just like, not there. <laughs> I'm looking at Tasha and I was, oh no. But um, another part where I, I was kind of co- confused on, um, but what she expounded on later, and she was talking about the grandfather thing, and I was like, I have no idea, like, who could be. Um, I guess putting the input on this because I don't have no connection with my grandfather. We just, just don't. Um, he passed away, I think, um, when we were young or... I mean, we weren't even born for one of them. So dad's dad, yeah. we weren't born. And then... No, for no, my, no, dad's... Yeah, that we were. I meant mom's dad. Yeah. Mom's dad, we weren't born when he passed. And then for dad's dad... I think I, I, don't, I only remember maybe twice. Uh, maybe a few more times. Because dad is, took us, but the same one I remember. they don't have, our, our side of the family didn't even have a strong relationship with um So I was kind of like, I, like, I don't, this later she was just like, oh, there's like somebody who starts with a W. No, she said Walter. She said, who's Walter? No, she said W at first. Okay. Then she said Walter. And then she said his nickname, which is Wawa. Wawa. Right. Yeah, but I don't think those are. Though I still think those two are completely different. Because she said, be. yeah. But, so the, she, but she said that they said they usually come back around to it to make it clear. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Because to be clear, Wawa is still here, guys. Um, right. That's she, that's that's what threw me off about that. Because, yeah. She's yeah. still. That was just a confirmation <clears throat> of what they're telling her to confirm that the information she's getting is specific to us. Because Wawa is our stepmother's dad dad and that's the only like <laughs> grandfather we 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 know Dude, yeah that we have any yeah. type of um, relationship, relationship with, with. Um, um did anything else surprise you um i don't know if we're gonna talk about dad we can um that was another thing that i wanted to kind of have a conversation about and i was hoping that it was going to be brought up so Sorry, not to cut you off, but she mm-hmm. said, um, so basically it was getting towards the end of the session and she was just like, do you have any questions? questions? And um, I didn't say anything. And then Tasha's like, well, I have two, one for him and then one for me. Um, and then she goes, um, basically, I have a question about the relationship between like my dad and, and him or whatever. And then I'll let you go from there. Um, so as soon as I said that, she was just like, oh, um, Right before you brought that up, something else came up. I can't remember. Um, that she said made, something about um, us buttonheads. Yes. She said, so immediately when you bring up your dad and him, butting heads comes to mind. You guys butt heads. You're not on the same page. You two have a very, she said that me and my father have a very different relationship from him and my dad. And that my dad is very stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's the, he's almost like the type that if you were to 
if you were to go up and hug him, he'd be like, you know, he'd just, just be like there. Yeah. Like that's the only way that she could describe the feeling that she was getting. Um, and she said that, um, nonetheless, go ahead. So for those um, watching or listening, um, I haven't talked to my dad in probably a little more than two years. Um, we've had our, um, this is the, when it happened, it was the first time that we had a major difference. Um, prior to that, there's always been a, prior to ever having a major riff, it's always been a distant relationship. Um, I can't say that he's never provided or never was like a dad. Um, he because, definitely provided. Yeah, he did. He did everything, but for what? But emotional support, um, having that deep connection that fathers want with their sons, like that never existed. I just, it just yeah, wasn't. Just never had it. And, and to be I, fair, I never seeked it. I never um, tried to compete for like attention because or whatever. Like, I, like it was just to me. It was just it is what it what is. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and to be clear, both the boys, you and Alec, feel the same way. Um, and, and, and you both always say that dad treats me and our little sister, Hunter, very differently. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, for the sake of this conversation specifically, mm -hmm. she just said what they want you to know, what we need you to know, want you to know is that your dad loves you. And what happened? I don't know what happened. You started crying. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're so annoying. No, I want. I'm. I'm. I'm letting you tell the story from your point of view. I guess that for me was worth the whole reason of us going there because even though I feel like you make it seem like this isn't as big of a deal as it is, but for me, I feel like that's the only way that you can even cope with the magnitude of not having your father the way that we want to. Okay. That was a lot, but I'm just saying. Okay. Now I'm going to say this and I'm going to ask you, in what way do I try to make it not seem as big as it? Um, you just, I, I've, I've, I'm, I've, I'm multiple times. Like I said, I'm very emotional. And I and I lash out on on social medias, so my my right. But then at the same time, you're like, but media. I don't care, I don't care. Like no, you, I'm, you I'm, do I'm, both. Two can be very. Two things can be true. At this present moment, I don't care. But that doesn't mean that I don't that I don't care. If that makes sense. Do the people hear this? So when I say that I don't care, I'm not I'm not thinking about it every day. I'm not. Um, I'm not stressing about over it, but right, which is why I said this mm -hmm. is your way of coping with the magnitude. I'm not, it's not a coping. It's just if it's one sided, then there's no there's no other choice but to 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 be over it. So I'm over it. But are you really? That's what I'm saying. I I don't care, but I do care. Okay, fine. So on my end, when I'm dealing with it, I I push it. I push it to the to the point where, as far as I can push it to, and then at that on that line, it's just like. Okay, all right, it is what it is now. So right. now I'm physically, like, em like emotionally, um, if it comes up, depending on how it comes up, I get affected by it. But 
in everyday life, you're good. I'm good. Right. Okay. Fine. Anywho, um, but it she, was it was but a, it was it no was, revelation. There was no revelation. Anything that she, whatever she said, was, was no just, revelation because it was something that we all know. If you know that. Right, but it was confirmation because she doesn't know that. So basically... I mean, it was a confirmation for me. That doesn't make any sense. It was a confirmation. That whatever... Like, confirmation means is... Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know the, the, right, the right terms or the right words, but in regards to the situation with dad, I didn't... There was, not, there was no light switch for me. Yes, my point is, though that she wasn't just pulling this out of her ass because she doesn't know our dad. That's what I was saying. So long story short, mm-hmm. basically um, she was just saying that you need to not take his actions personally because dad is dealing with his own demons and that this is less about you and more about him and that we all come here to learn lessons and when we don't learn them, we keep learning them. We go through you know, different situations until we learn that lesson. Right. And, and I'm going to keep taking the personal until I learn how not to. And she also said that it wasn't just his, le- his lesson, but it was yours as well. Mm-hmm. Because you have to learn not to take them so personal and realize that this is more about him and his journey um, as well. Mm-hmm. And your lesson is just not to take it personal, take it personal and recognize that he is who he is. I know who he is. Um, so I'm, I don't. I don't think I have a conflict about with uh, like who he is. Um, but the I think part. my conflict is a little bit deeper, which is part just be beyond this whole conversation. But yeah. Okay. Um. What else? She said that she saw new love for me. <laughs> I didn't know if if you was, was going to bring, bring that up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that and then the other aspect that, that goes in tie with in, in that. No, but, okay, we're, we're, not we're, not, okay, we're not going to touch that. But the new love part is just funny to me it because is. she said, so everybody knows I am in a relationship with uh, Bishop and Sage's father. Okay, first of all, that sounds hella confusing. That's why everybody's confused about your relationship. Why does that sound confusing? Why do you have to specify who's the who's the kid he's the baby daddy yes just say um i'm in a relationship with malcolm yes what does it matter how like that doesn't sound confusing it sounds like he's the baby daddy and just instead of just saying he's a father okay i'd be like if if i'm introducing anybody about who's the mother or whatever my kid hey this is it and that's it i don't i don't add asterisks to it you always add asterisks to it. I don't know. Whatever. That's been me. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if I'm explaining it, it like in the in the best way, but that's what it's like. I like. You know, I always be like, I don't. When people ask me all the time, like, what's it? I have no idea. I don't know why that's such a big deal. The only thing is that I just don't use the word boyfriend because and, I just feel like that's a dumb word, yeah. and I feel like we're too old to be using. So this when you get married, it's gonna be a dumb and word. And I'm not oh, married. This has been a dumb and, word too. I'm not married, so I'm I wouldn't asking, even no, use I'm, that. No, I'm just asking. Um, yeah, it's all dumb. See? Whatever. It's me and Malcolm. But if I say it, then, oh. Whatever. So she said that it's going to be one of two things. Um, our relationship, my current one, is going to turn into something more. 
or this is a whole new love altogether. Um, I don't really see either of those happening. And when I said more, I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how can we be more okay. than what we already are? Because we live together, we have two kids together. Before we go in and all that like, stuff, are we like, are we like, where? How far do you want this to go? Because <laughs> at this point, because I can still edit it after the fact. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but I'm just saying. Because I've, I've randomly been sending um, links to my conversations, so I don't want to, like, send a link, and then I'm like, ah, oh, well, I can't send it to him because it's two minutes where he, he might, like, ah, might cause a riff in your relationship. <laughs> I still don't even know what you're talking about. But just to stay on this, so – Again, we can't say everything that was said is going to happen. So that's why I'm bringing this up. Because if uh, okay. nothing changes in okay. December, then we know that that just was one of the things that didn't show up. So I, it's either a new love or I don't know if it was him proposing. I don't know what a next what taking it to the next level would be. But I mean, that could include buying a house together or something like that. So that's why I brought that up. Yeah. I am not seeking new love anywhere. No. That stresses me she's out and Malcolm. it's annoying. Um, but you said, no, she's not Malcolm. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just want to specify I have nothing to do with this. You're dumb. Um, but yeah, so it's just, just something that we'll see what where that goes and she specifically if put a goes, month if, on it, it and said december right do you remember that did she say december i don't remember anything in regards to what she said about you're dumb um i think that months are, but she did yeah she did say months december. and dates are are important just because when when i first went to her and i didn't have a job uh-huh. if so, i were to believe everything so how you pay for this session with no job shut up if I were to believe everything that she said in the moment, she blew my life when she said that she sees me getting a job in December. And I went to her in the summer. And I was just like, this is just too fuck far. my life. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, I didn't say that, but that's what the hell I was thinking. Like, like I, maybe I was expecting, even though I said I didn't have any expectation, mm-hmm. that she'll be like, yeah, so that next job interview that you do yeah. or next month, you know, it'll be that. She told me that um, it would be in the same field that I'm in, uh-huh. um, which that was true. And she said December and I got hired in December. She also told me that she saw another change happening in March, which I was, which was COVID and I got promoted um, or I, I transitioned to another property. And I left. And then um, I don't know why I did this, right. You're retarded. Yeah. And then she gave me another month. But everything that she said career-wise, because remember that was my main focus, happened, and it happened the way in the months that she projected. So that's why I wanted to bring up December. So if no new love happens there, I'm gonna I go back to Renee and say, hey, I don't, did I miss it? I don't look. First of all, I didn't know about Malcolm for like I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't want to know. But nobody did. I don't want no new niggas no more. Like, I just. Like, I feel like that doesn't even make sense for you to say that. Because how many relationships have you been introduced to by me? Let's count. 
How many relationships have you introduced? One almost got shot. I almost got shot. And then Kevin and then Michael. Oh, my God. Oh, and then. Two of those were high school, by the way. And then. Never mind. I'm not. I don't. Cause I don't know what that was. Right. If you don't know what that was, yeah, then that I'm, means I'm it was those, probably I'm nothing. Not um. But that's what I'm saying. Literally, our, my whole life, you can count on one hand. But you, on the other hand, you think that it's okay to keep introducing me to new relationships? How many did I introduce you to? Oh, let me count the ways. Count the ways. There's please. too many. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, this will be another podcast. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> um, because it's definitely not been that many. Okay. All right. So it's just a lot of little results. Um. All right. So we we talked about uh, your dad, and then um, we go into what after that? That was well. Basically, oh well. The other thing she was talking about was just basically our relationship. Um. Just the the energy and um. Say it. Say what? Say the word. Energy and what? I don't know. What's the love? Oh. Stop trying to be all hardcore. Well, I, I wasn't You're acting I, like that. I didn't know what you was. I didn't know what you was trying to like. Imply. I didn't want to fuck up. I'm like, oh. She basically was just very. She liked that she could feel the energy that we have. We're in the same room, mind you. He gets on my nerves almost more than anybody in the whole universe. But at the same time, it's still one of those relationships that's, one, I miss him when he's not around, whether that's on purpose, meaning I've temporarily kicked his ass out of my life because he's just done too much. But I still (laughs) miss him, but I won't call him. Or two, um, I forgot where I was going with that, but yeah or yeah or it's also the kind that only i can talk about him but if you did or somebody else did then i'm gonna fuck you up but yeah which is kind of how i got roped and been roped into this big situation with our personal life because i threatened um basically our stepmom and said basically i'm gonna come fuck you up because you fucking with the wrong one anyways yes yeah, so back to our relationship me and um my dad don't <laughs> speak and yeah and then when he tried to bring it to me even though i wasn't a part of the initial big issue he got cussed out which i've never cussed my dad out before but he started talking about some things with regard to my brother and i kind of just lost my shit and and i lost it for both of us me and him talked i didn't say anything he talked to tasha gets cussed out and Tasha gets an invitation and I don't. Oh my God, duh. It was an afterthought invitation, but we'll talk about that on another podcast. So anyway. So yes. what did you Moving get out forward. of the whole thing? Um, getting out of it. Uh, what I got out of it, um, not to judge a book by its cover. Yes. Um, was she real? Which I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was. How? Do you walk away with all of those confirmations and then say, I don't define real then? It's the same, it's the, it's the same as saying if God's real. It's all faith, right? There's nothing concrete. That makes absolutely no sense. This, uh, what I'm saying is there's nothing that's concrete. So can I say that this is real? No. But can I say that there's, there's some type of realness in it? Yeah. But I can't say it's concrete real. So, okay. 
how did she know who Anthony was in your life? I don't know. That's why I'm saying I don't know if it's how did she knew how did she know you were having a baby? How did she know that you were those doing things of why I don't know of how she do the things that she knows the reason why I'm saying I don't know if she's real or not. But I'm not like I said, I'm not doubting. Okay. And I'm not saying that she's fake either. Okay. And I'm not saying that I'm a skeptic. But there's a there's a there's a when you're saying and you trying to, when you're trying to say if this is real or not, I can't I don't know. We will go ahead, agree to disagree <laughs> because he's saying. So you think it's real? No, I know it's real. Okay. All right. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. So, in in conclusion, um, we have black this... people went to go see a medium. Yes. Sorry. And please don't tell my mom. Well, our mom. We had we had a we all had a conversation. Um, the conversation was very informative. Um, it was interesting. Um, I told a couple of my friends, and they was all intrigued and wanted to um, see her. No, 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 not see her. They were all intrigued about because uh, I told them I was recording and they wanted to hear it. Okay. And then I told them that we were going to be doing this and they wanted to see this. Um, so they're all intrigued about the experience. So um, can I just throw in a plug there? Mm -hmm. If you want to see if this is real for yourself or you're intrigued enough to have a session, um, contact Eddie on whatever platform. Um, we First can of all, get you not his, whatever platform. We can get Because I just found out this morning that I'm on my motherfucking iTunes. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll be on iTunes. <laughs> Okay, contact him through iTunes, whatever. She does FaceTime reading for people who are not close or in the same state. Um, I've had one of those as well. It's just as real for me. So um, um, I'll make sure that um, I'll include all her information. Um, she does have, a, I think she does have a, a Facebook for her business. Um, I don't know about the number, um, but if there's a number, it will be posted. Um, so all that information will be included and you'll be able to um, find out for yourself and, and, and go on that journey on your own and try to figure out um, what it is that you, whatever it is that you're seeking. Um, again, um, I don't know if I would do it again, um, but um, I'm glad that I did do it. Um, it was an experience. I'm always happy to experience anything. Um, especially uh, with my sister. You want to go skydiving? No, I'm no. That's gonna be the next podcast. No, it's not. Okay. I, I guarantee <laughs> that is not happening. Okay. Um, was is there any anything else that we could do together? As far as like speaking on this behalf, because do we want to speak about the aftermath about this and letting other people listen to it and and what's the aftermath? My God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Or, or we could say that for another podcast. What's the aftermath? What do you mean by that? You, the aftermath of I let people listen to it and then questions happen. Oh, then, oh, 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 yeah, like a part two. Yeah. God, aftermath sound like something exploded. I didn't say afterlife. <laughs> I just said aftermath. If there's a part two, people have questions that they want us to answer. Yes, I. I'm not talking about that. Oh. 
Okay. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to say. See, that's what I'm like. We're on the same page, but we're never on the same page. Okay. What are you? What What are you? What is that? Sorry. <laughs> I have this song in my head, and it won't go away. I just need some love, babe. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. The aftermath of the reason why I was at your house sleeping on the basement couch. Oh. <sighs> yeah. So we'll say that for another podcast. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, so again, um, I want to thank everybody for listening to um, the Name Is Not Important podcast. Um, this is not the official episode. Um, this is basically, I know Eddie's gone rogue because <laughs> my guy Dre Day is not here. So uh, when I do these little things, it's, it's going. Matter of fact, I'm gonna call it Eddie's Gone Rogue. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. So this is episode uh, 9.5, because um, episode 9 came up the other day, uh, when me and Dre, usually when we're talking about sports and other nonsense, um, these type of things are probably more along of something that probably just um, has nothing to do with sports, and it's just talking about an experience. Um, and again, this is my sister, uh, Natasha. Let him know if you want me on here more, just saying. <laughs> throw that in there and again i want to say that you can find us on fucking itunes <laughs> itunes baby we're on itunes again uh i mean i'm is, not on there but i feel like well, you technically come you up, are, i come up so I'm technically saying, you are so, coming up together. uh the name is not a porn podcast um this is episode uh 9.5 um i don't know what the regular schedule on these type of things would be um but regularly we do a podcast um every wednesday um on iTunes and then the videos on YouTube. Same. The name is not a uh, porn podcast. So I thank everybody for watching or uh, listening.